was actually hoping as part of the measures to support the arts industry that government would be commissioning or providing a lot more uh, creation grants that can support freelancers, freelance writers, composers, musicians, you know, performers to create work even if they cannot present it so that when the time comes when we are allowed to present it, there would be, you know, a, a, a blossoming, you know, there would be a, a whole stream of original content that we can tap on. I don't know if they have been proactive in this area. I mean, what do you feel uh, about the kind of grants that have come out of this COVID-19 and does it really help the art scene? The grants so far, I think um, that primarily, I think that the immediate grant support for the art scene was in two areas. One was the digitalization grant uh, for arts groups to make work that would be digi digitalized. And that was a way of, um, in a way, some kind of a sort of a commissioning grant. Like, you know, we give you this grant, you go and make some work and then you're able to pay your artists for that. The challenge with that was that not all not all artwork is suitable to be digitalized. And secondly, a lot of arts groups they still have to hire the external expertise to do the digitalizing, which means that a lot of that grant then doesn't go to the artist, it goes to, you know, your the technical people or, you know, whoever's helping you to do the filming and, and editing and post and all of that. Um, so, okay, don't, they, they also need the work, right? So, you know, there's, the money is spread amongst different people, but it means that there is a bit less in t for the creation. And not every, not every arts group and artist felt that they, it was suitable for them. So, so that was one of the issues. The other grant was the one for training and upskilling. Um, and there have been some challenges with that because people weren't sure whether the course they wanted to go for would uh, qualify for the grant because you had to register for the course and then claim the reimbursement. Um, and also a lot of the courses available were what is already being offered by different training providers, although a lot of arts groups then came in and offered their own training, which NAC accepted. Um, but again, as you've mentioned, Janice, earlier, how do I know, you know, what, what I should be training for, right? And if I'm an actor and the training that I want is to deepen my skill in in maybe my voice or, or you know, uh, my physicality, but maybe those courses aren't available. And even if they are available, is this the kind of upskilling that the NAC or the ministry is looking at? offering you know the arts community so those, there were two those were the two immediate issues that emerged um, I know that NAC was also quite active and they, they did the commissioning series with Straits Times for instance uh, which you know showcased local artists as well as you know also gave them the opportunity to make make new work um, but again you know that can only support a small number of people um, and you know, with so many people not being able to work right now, I don't think this was enough to support them all. Hing Luan, your view? Um, is there, 
Are there things that could be done better to support the industry or at least to make sure that it continues to thrive through this new normal? Okay, I think I think if we look at the policy, we can look at it first in the short term, you know, how do we actually uh, make sure that you know, people will still stay in this industry and that's where some direct grants become very important. In a way, the the uh, CDSA, you know, uh, or you know, some of the direct commissioning done by the uh, National Arts Council would actually help to help with some employment. But I do have an issue with the with about of the grant given to digital because uh, if you look at the quantum and you look at in the end with that quantum what you can do uh, a lot of time the content that will be created tend to be more uh, uh, short term and, and, and with that amount of money there really isn't much that you can explore and make so in the end I really question uh, you know all the content that's been created would they have a long shelf life uh, how would they actually help build capacity of artists and arts group. Uh, and I agree with you, uh, Jan- Janice, that uh, I would have preferred that the digital grant was a creation grant, that it allows a company to take this time to think about creating work rather than producing content to put onto the internet. And I think then you will help to build certain, uh, you will build certain capacity for arts group. Uh, then what I feel is uh, lacking at this moment, and I hope the uh, council and uh, as well as the arts community uh, would think about is actually how to uh, look at care. I think the care for, especially for our freelancers, uh, becomes really important at this moment. And even uh, the National Arts Council should be thinking about how to roll out, you know, uh, 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 schemes you know, to help take care and make sure that there is care and I'm talking not just about you know, monetary care but I'm talking about you know emotional care how we should be looking at programs to support uh, freelancers who are like Janice what you say very much on their own I think this is the time whereby they all feel really insecure they feel that you know they've not been hurt they feel that they they don't have a space uh, how do you actually uh, take care of them and be with them.